Welcome to Rugby's Glitchiest Night. It's the night the stars circle on their calendar. It's the night that sends shockwaves through the rugby world. It's the second annual Toasty Genies. So sit back, relax, don't get your balls in a twist, and welcome your host, Mark from Two Cents Rugby and that other guy. Uh, what's his name? Oh, I don't know. How long were you on the boob? Uh, I don't know. My parents told me I was on the boob till like, I think two. And I was like, two? Two, you're like running around and stuff. Why didn't you tell me to stop it? And they're like, oh, well, you seem to enjoy you're it. one of those kids who was just like, ooh, that's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, nice. My kids were like, one, and you're done. Yeah, one is, a, one's a good effort. Yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, look at that. And then two for um, for like nappies. You gotta be toilet trained by two. Toilet trained by two? Yeah. Yeah, that's off okay. the boot by one. I can't remember. Off the, off the nappies by two. Yeah. You wanna be toilet trained by the time you turn. My, yeah. my, my nephew's yeah, like right. three and he's still not toilet trained and it's a bit like, come yeah, on. Yeah, and three year olds taking craps in the nappies, it's just like, ooh, yeah. this is nasty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. too old for this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. And some. <laughs> My brother's blaming the daycare. Oh, that just won't teach him. Well, maybe you well, can maybe do something you about could that. Step in and anyway. Anyway, he leads. Oh my! You want me to? Hi, Scott. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Avid fan, Scott. Hey, I don't have a hat on. Whoa! What? Well, I feel naked. I can either take my hat off, or you can go find a hat. <laughs> okay, I'll, well, I'll go hatless. I don't mind. You can okay. do what you choose to do. Okay. Um, when but, people watch my two cents on tour, I made a little plug. People are always like, "Oh my god, he's got a he got a plug straight off the bat." Sorry, I didn't mean to. It was an unplanned, unplanned plug. Yeah, all right, well, there it is. Just because I'm not wearing a hat in all of those. When's videos. the next? Uh, this Thursday. Oh, I'm looking forward to or it. Friday. Last time was great. You liked it? Yeah, I liked the strange bike ride you went on. Yeah, people genuinely found that. Like, people were like, "What?" With Douglas, I think it was like, I could see Tony doing that, like following some random lady, like following that. the chaos. Yeah, but they're like. You're more of a, like, I think I said, like, I'm more of like a rule follower. Yeah. And Douglas was strange. like, that's what made it interesting. Like just seeing you take yeah, a step outside yeah, of your comfort was, zone. So. There was a point where you were just like, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good. Random. But here we are, Mark. It's the uh, final week of 2CGD for 2023. Or 2CG. Well, it is 2CG. 2 yeah. We're going to take a wee hiatus. Take a little hub. Six Nations-ish? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometime next year. Sometime next year, we'll come back and start talking about rugby and drinking beers again. Because yeah. I know you can't live without us. The World Cup's done. But it's a glitzy affair tonight. We've got some awards to give out. This is the real pinnacle of the sport, really. Like, I know the World Rugby's done their awards, but everyone knows those are a complete sham. It's, <laughs> those are chosen by a stupid committee of, like, That's five right. former internationals. Exactly. This is chosen by two dudes in West Auckland. That's right. And a, a panel of ladies for one oh, of the... Oh, yes, for one of the awards. There's uh, a on, a, on a WhatsApp group called Scrabble Peeps. They, they decide one of the awards. But this is what they're all fighting for. The 2CGD, the illustrious, the glorious 2CGD. Thank you for those people who commented on last week's post for some nominations. Yeah, we do appreciate those. Um, but would you like to just describe this for the people listening, this wonderful step we have? If you're listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, we are holding the illustrious 2CGD yeah, Award. Now, right. imagine an Oscar from the films. This is up there with the Qatar Airlines Cup. Really. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Imagine smaller than an Oscar, kind of bending over a wee bit <laughs> and on a wooden platform. That's at, the 2CGD. Uh, I think... In all seriousness, it was it's like, a diving. It's someone about dive, but if you just use a little bit of your imagination, looks like a man in speedos just about to plop down on you know the porcelain throne. That's <laughs> what it's all about. Exactly. We all enjoy that. There's nothing yeah, more yeah. satisfying. And it, it's not only our illustrious award; it's also for those keen observers. It sits here throughout. I think there was one episode we forgot to put it there, maybe. But it's to which there. you were gutted. Really was. <laughs> I'm still not over. Paid fourteen dollars for that. Yeah, thing. no, I really get. It. So every week it's there. So that is the two CGD, and uh, we're going to be giving out some some great awards. That's but not a nice beer. Do I like it? No, you Jesus. don't like it. It's worse than the freaking. What was that bad one we had? The um. What don't you like about it? It's, it's another Australian beer. Oh, I it's like that Great Northern. Oh yeah. Yeah right. Yeah. Blandy, but bland, yeah this bland. is um, better beer. Which you have worse beer. <laughs> worse of beer. I like it. It's um, it's not bad. It's made oh, by those um, find it quite citrusy. It and is a like, bit citrusy. It's quite refreshing. 
I wouldn't oh, go that far. Good, good summer beer. Okay. All right. We disagree. This is the most controversial beer discussion we've ever had. Disagreements. We're, we're, we're usually rife. on the Great Northern. We were both like, "Yeah, this yeah, is this is a bit average. This is a bowl of balls." But no, I don't mind this. I was planning on buying more boxes of this. So next, you can year, buy them because I won't be here. <laughs> no, but next year when you turn up in these beers, oh, you'll be God. like, "Oh, these damn!" <laughs> I'll bring my own. <laughs> these beers are awful. Um, um, before yeah. we get to these illustrious awards, some rugby stuff. Happened. There was some rugby stuff happening, and one there was a bit of a bit of rhyming, a bit of synchronicity that happened between last year's award show and this year's award show being tonight. Last year's award show, we were like flatlined almost like the day of that Wayne Pivac oh, yeah. and Eddie Jones have been given the flick. Now, Wayne Pivac, I have no idea what that man's up to, but Eddie Jones, we're, we all have to talk about him leaving another gig. Yeah, he's, he's resigned. Yeah. For some, close to the Wallabies. For some people to eat caviar, sometimes you got to eat shit. But with Eddie Jones, everyone in Australian rugby got to eat a huge amount of shit. And yeah. he's leaving a huge amount of shit. And even in a, he's, there's nothing, there was nothing gracious about his departure, like saying a couple of weeks before, like, nah, totally committed. Like, I had a press Weirdly conference. enough, there's been two sides to the story, and it kind of depends on which side you believe. The one side is, like, Eddie's just gone and caused a bunch of shit, and now he's like, fuck this, and I'm off. Yeah. And probably to Japan. Yes. And the other side is, Rugby Australia have realized the bed that they have made for themselves. They want out of this, much like... A uh, a bit of a bit of uh, yeah a bit of regret, buyer's remorse, and um, you right in. I was going to go with something a little bit more risque there, but yeah, buyer's remorse, and um, yeah. they are kind of forcing him out, and he is being the bigger man by taking the resignation rather than asking for a payout. Oh, so this is his um, this is the one honourable thing that he's doing. Yeah, by not taking the money. Right. If he ends up with Japan, though, I'm just she like can... yeah. But the fact that like, like that was so well sourced, the whole chat with Japan, and yeah. he was just being, rather than just being like, yeah, well, look, I'm an international rugby coach. We have conversations. I've got a relationship with Japan. Um, you know, like a, a players talk to other talk to other franchises. Yeah. It's no different with us. We, you know, at the end of the day, this is a professional thing. He could have gone with that. He would have got a cop mm. a bunch of flack about it. But this whole, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Like that. Just didn't. bullshit. Absolute bullshit. And yeah. now he's just, yeah, there's just so, he's got a massive problem with integrity. So he, you That's know. That's the thing. He just seems like a bit of a weasel. Yeah. Looks a bit like one too. Yeah. Weasley guy, but entertaining. Yeah. Bloody entertaining to watch. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens in the next great saga. If he's a bit like a cockroach, he'll find a way to come back somehow. Surely it's going to be him with Japan. You reckon? Not fuzzy in Japan? Yeah, man, he might go to a club side. I'm not sure. A lot of people are going to Japan, like mm. New Zealanders. Who, who would you? Who's your next Australian coach? I mean, if they keep it with within like the realms of, do they need an Aussie? Getting an Aussie, you're looking at the likes of a Larkham, who's been coaching the Brumbies. I never used to think like he's a great player. I've always thought he's a pretty bang average coach because when he first coached the Brumbies, geez, they were pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. And then he went to Munster as their attack coach, and guess what? Their attack was pretty one-dimensional. Yeah. But I actually thought last season the Brumbies looked, the season just gone, looked all right now that he returned. So maybe it's just like anything. Like the more practice you get at it, the better you get at it. Um, mm. Or Andy Friend uh, is an Aussie guy who's been coaching Connick for a few years. He recently Nusa left Flores. Connick. Was oh, he also in the conversation? Yeah, but he's just leaving somewhere, isn't he? I'm putting him in the conversation. I think he's been director of rugby with Ireland. Yeah, but I think he's leaving, isn't he? Right. Maybe he'll come back and do something like that. Checker? Oh, yeah, Checker's the other guy. I think that'd be a step backwards. Yeah. But that'd be like there. getting back with your ex. Yeah, and they've done that with... It's like another. It's like going to Eddie two point basically. Yeah. You know, like big talk and you know, yeah. we'll get maybe get a bit of hype, do a couple of good ads for you, but may or may not deliver on the mm. um, outcomes. But would be really salty in the press conferences, which would be entertaining for the rest of us. Um, or you know, all very very uh, happy. Mm. Not to say they would definitely lose, but yeah, an absolute uh, the worst year in Australian rugby that I can possibly remember. Out in the pools. Out in the pools. Yeah. First time ever for them. That's the first time ever. Eh? Yep. Not great. Oh, bugger, bugger, bugger if you're an Australian. Um, what else? What other rugby news do we need to cover before we can launch? I, can I the... ask you? Sure. And I didn't, I didn't pre-warn you this question was yes. coming. But 
Now that the World Cup's done. Yes. The kind of tensions have settled. They have settled. What's your overall feeling about the World Cup? Was it a banger? Was it a cracker? Was it average? Uh, I don't know. It's too... It's, it's still no, too it's, early to say? It's still so, like, fresh. fresh. Like, uh, just in terms of, like... I'm definitely not... Like, throughout this week, I've it's still just been plugging around in my head, like, the one or two moments that just didn't go our way. And, yeah. like, yeah, still very much in that. Like, definitely not, like, you know... N- yeah, not at the same level. We were pretty... And not foul moods, but just despondent. Not fun to be around. Yeah, despondent. Anybody who listened to last week, well done. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because that must have been a pretty miserable, <laughs> miserable listen. Despondent uh, yeah. sort of listen. Uh, and I think some of the South African fans just a bit who of aren't like, the biggest Tony fans like quite enjoyed yeah, seeing yeah, you yeah, miserable. Yeah, yeah, like sort of bit like, of Schadenfreude. It was yeah, it was like just like I, mean, like, I get that. It's like you when you go back to look up SA rugby mag after they've just yeah. been proven dead wrong. You're like, yeah. but I don't have anything against the South African rugby team. I know, team. I know, I know. Um, well, the, the South African fans don't have anything against the All Blacks. Some of them just don't like you. Yeah, I don't like some of them. <laughs> um, because I, I, I got a, This all started when I started saying outwardly that um, Rassi Erasmus gets on my tits. Yeah, I know. Um, but you know. I'm sure he probably wouldn't like me much either. Probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anywho. People uh, are interesting. People are interesting. When you, I wanted to go into that People Are Strange when you're a stranger song by The Doors, but it's hard to do with the word interesting. Uh, what was your question? Uh, was it a banger? Yeah, look, I think the French... Uh, did, Crowd. They held a great tournament, the pools. Yep. Uh, a, a lack of, of upsets, uh, which was yep. a little bit disappointing for the most part. Uh, maybe the most incredible weekend of rugby... Of the quarterfinal weekend that I've ever witnessed, Um, I thought the semi-finals, the the England South Africa game was entertaining, high drama. Well, not entertaining, high drama, tense, but like not a game that I want to watch the Crusaders and the Chiefs play. Right, like any other, if any other competition playing that game, they'd be like this. Oh god, yeah. Um, and the final. Um, very, t- like in terms of like a World Cup final, the tension and the fact that it had, that the it really, had that, those right ingredients, but yep. just so much TMO intervention. Mm-hmm. And if the game is, goes in that direction, it's going to be so hard to be a fan. Like that was, it was painful. It would be a painful I, game to watch. If you were going to go back and watch many. yeah, 2011 final or 2015 final, just for like, you want to sit down and have... 2015 final. You're going to watch that final, right? 100%. I feel like it's the same with this. Like if a South African fan is going to go back and watch a final, they're probably going to go to watch the England 32-12 game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably a bit more just pure entertainment. Yeah. You know, when you know the result, when there's no tension, you're not on the edge of the seat. If you know it's going to be... But I thought this one was just like... Wayne Barnes is a fantastic referee and I've got no qualms about any of the decisions that were made. Well, one qualm... But like, it, I totally accept the mistakes happen, and players make mistakes, referees make mistakes. It's all good. The All Blacks have plenty of opportunities to win the game. The South Africans took theirs; they deserve to win. Da 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 da. I feel like I'm putting a disclaimer at the bottom of it, like you do on, you know, dick pills. Um, this may make you blind. Uh, <laughs> Worth it. But um, I just just that the involvement of the TMO, the the going back and watching. I was watching a referee. I was watching a screen with a referee watching a screen yeah. with someone in a bunker watching a screen. Right. And I was like... What am I watching? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because... Like, and, and Wayne Barnes wasn't the main referee. Yeah, that's end. right. There's was... been a lot of outcry about that here at NZ. Too much for my liking. I know my mum was... Uh, my mum and dad came to see me on Friday, which was almost a full week after the World Cup. Yeah. And they said on the drive over, they switch the radio to music because they was like jesus they're, they're still going on about the freaking riff yeah, right yeah. The, the the reaction has been pe- poor a lot of people want to vent yeah yeah, yeah I, I suppose that's part of it but yeah. um yeah the uh I, I would like to go back not that i'm going to because i'm lazy but it'd be cool to go back and look at all the rugby world cup games and like see the average number of TMO involvements because i feel like some of the games were fine yeah they were like, i feel like the semis the quarters, weren't the quarters quarter, like not too bad? No, though. And then why was it the bloody final? Final. The guy. What made me like the the TMO decided to wear a suit. Yeah. TMO. You look the uh, classy 
costumes and outfits or reserved for gl- like glamorous evenings. Yeah, like save tonight. it for the awards night. For the TCGDs. Not when you're doing your job. Not when you're on the job, buddy. I'd prefer you in stubbies and a mm. blooming singlet. Yeah. Um, but I'd be interested to see if that was the highest tier mode game or if there was another one in the pools I would it. be surprised I feel if like it would be, be I feel like it would be at the higher end because there was a fair bit of tier yeah. mode it would be, it'd be interesting as well to um, to measure TMO interventions by TMO because Fozzie's was like oh we knew that TMO was going to be yeah. really like active kind of thing and to be fair like I'm not saying that the TMO was all anti the mm. all blacks there no. were like there were like little knock-ons here and there yeah. and little t- taps off who went off into touch and stuff um just less tmo just less tmo just let the referee run the bloody yeah way i was actually i got distracted um nigel owens who's a good yeah exactly nigel owens is an interesting one because he's got not got a he's got any skin in the game yeah but he was like he had some article in wales online basically saying Uh, that Yeah, he thinks that you need to let an international referee referee the game. And you're letting a guy who's not an international referee, referee the make the biggest call in, yeah. the, in the game. Exactly. And like there is like, I, I at the time when I saw that red card from Sam Kane, I was like, oh, it's a blue red card. Yeah. I was like, shit. But then you actually see the wide shot and the guy sort of, st- like he's, what's the name of the guy who got hit? Uh, Creel. Creel. He's running up and then he steps last minute and stops and then it's just a, a terrible collision. I'm not surprised it went to a red card, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it got mitigated in that situation. I was right? hoping they would find the, it's a final, <laughs> let's not red card it mitigation. Like every other sport that knows how to entertain people. You know, yeah. hockey, league, all those guys. And I'm glad that the Siakalisi one wasn't a red card either, yeah. you know? Anyway, that's what it is. Uh, that, that rabbit hole was unplanned. <laughs> With the, we, sorry, we get back to the two CGDs. So... Before was we there any other news? What was the did news? you watch any rugby? Can you bring yourself to watch any rugby? Because there was women's rugby. The Black Ferns uh, played. Nah. And there was the URC, I, I, the Premiership Top 14. I, all was in doing, I was watching the league at the time. Oh, yeah. We won. Okay. Greatest ever victory over the Kangaroos, uh, 30 to nil. And oh, then nice. also the ICC cricket was on. And we we lost. We got hammered by this. And then we lost. And we lost by the Duckworth Lewis system. Damn you, we'll Duckworth. Go- <laughs> And Lewis, <laughs> you're in a do. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, I watched. It was a lovely afternoon watching that. Love, love. So, that. are we out of the cricket? No, nah, we got to beat Sri Lanka, and we need Pakistan to lose okay. to somebody else. Got a mathematical chance. Yeah, the Blackburns lost to England. Really yes, heavy defeats. Uh, and I was keeping up on that with England Al- again with the forwards. They scored one nice one, but mostly like when I say nice, I'm just being attractive. Like, uh, England play that same game they played last year. I'll, um, I was. There's I was interested in that. that. I would have watched it if the league and stuff wasn't on. Yeah. Um, there was a bit of criticism about well, why are there no fans at this game? Because it was really poorly attended. But it's like end of the rugby season, Rugby World Cup's just over. People have had nine months straight of rugby. Yeah. The rugby league was on internationals for the first time. The cricket World Cup's on. There's a sugar load of sport on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, as I said, the rugby World Cup. Just finished, so a lot and of people, people are, are people are like it finished people on a miserable like, note. So people are just kind of like, I've had enough of this. Shit. I mean, like I, in terms of the saltiness factor again, like I go see a lot of people for my jobs, yeah, uh, for my job, and then they, and then like a lot of them are rugby fans, and they're like, uh, they just a lot of them are not even like gutted about the referee and stuff. They're just gutted because they're like, what's happened to rugby? Like people, yeah. who, people who haven't watched every game yeah. were like, it's a world cup final. This is, I'm, he actually got up for it, yeah. got into it. And we're like, what yeah. is, what has happened to rugby? I can give you two, like what's two what examples now. I got a message from my Filipino boss who literally probably only watched that final. She was kind of like, there's so much referee in this game. Yeah. Like she, I, I don't, I doubt, I know she went to the All Blacks a couple of years ago to see them live. I don't think she would have seen a game between then and this final. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that was her reaction. That's the ultimate casual fan. I was just like, what have I just watched? Yeah, yeah. And one of my patrons is an American guy and he was just like, if you're trying to sell the sport to Americans with that final, like, nah, you didn't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, oh, it's low scoring. It's normal for a final. He's like, I'm not talking about the score. Like, yeah. low scoring is fine. My cousin who's a... I feel like I'm getting... I'm not trying to be a whinger either. No, I was I think, actually sick I think, of the I think, I think it's a big... I'm not whinging about the referee, the result, or anything like that. I'm just... Just a, the way it was... Just the, the feel of the game. It wasn't mm. the rugby that we know. Like, my cousin, who's uh, very much a fair-weather rugby fan, but said, 
like during the final, he was up into it. He yeah. was off his couch. He was screaming at the TV. He was like, this yeah. is it. And then once Aaron Smith scored and then they went back a couple of phases and found the knock on, he just gave up on the game. He was like, this game's stupid now. Right. Like, and he said, well, after we, after that moment, all the emotion was just depleted right. from the game. And he was just like, Pah. okay, bit of a, yeah, it was, squib. yeah, yeah. Just, and he just was like, man, we lost. Who gives a shit? Like the right. game, the game's, the game's munted. Right. Like, and yeah. Would all that be there if we'd won? He said it would be. He said like he said well, he didn't give a shit after that point. Like from going from being super into it to being like, what is what is this? Like I think there would still be a little bit of that. Like it was even like in this in the twenty eleven World Cup, mm. though we won it for the first time in twenty four years, we was we weren't satisfied after that game. Like we were like wildly relieved. Relieved that was the only emotion. For relieved me. was the only emotion from I was out in town and like people just couldn't even muster to like get celebrating. It was just like thank yeah. God we did that. But boy, that's, that's, that's not all the, that rugby. The, the rest of the world was really not happy with that game. They were like, Jesus, the ref just gave that game yeah, to New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we were pretty oblivious to here in New Zealand. We were just like, oh thank God we was won. Wasn't Alan Roland? No, it was, was it? the South African guy. Oh. Yeah. Not Kaplan. The oh, other one, the right. tall guy, the lanky guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I know the one. Um, yeah. 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 So sometimes when you win, you don't care if the game was crap. Yeah, I felt I I was really happy and relieved that we won that I enjoyed it. I would have been... I'm not, the, I'm not... I always have to take myself out of the equation because... I am not the target audience. I yeah. can watch one. You're not that's, the casual. That's right. I'm, the, the feedback I'm getting is from the ultimate casual fans. People who haven't contacted me in years are literally like, oh, he's into his rugby. I'll send him a message. Jeez, I yeah, yeah, shit. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like the fan that's the, yeah, you probably so want to entertain. I got a text from another friend like that just going, so Fozzie sucks again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, no, you don't. But yeah, it was it was sad. The boys are back in the country now. I haven't brought myself to watch any. The South African celebrations have been insane. I have just. It actually like strictly. You watch that and you can't help but feel good. Yeah. Seeing like all the street celebrations, all these people like celebrating with the players. It's genuinely, yeah, it's it's genuinely pretty cool. Squid just released like a forty-two minute okay. epic about it today as well, which I can't bring myself I to watch. That. It's kind of like imagine your ex that you're fully in love with and found the love of her life and they had this ro wild romance that was hugely, You're looking at their honeymoon huge, pictures on Facebook going, wow, that's a nice holiday. Hugely, Look, yeah, that huge, guy's uh, really handsome. No, no, because more that, it's like hugely romantic love story, like star-crossed lovers that had... And then people make all this media about right. it and stuff and everyone's like, isn't this the most heartwarming, beautiful love story of all time? But you're just like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's how I kind of feel about okay. like... The happy um, South African media. Like, and like, fair oh, credit was, to them. I was like, to say people are happy. Yeah. Yeah, people are happy. People are shiny, happy people. Yeah, well done. And it does mean so much to them. I saw, that, uh, one thing I did see, I saw some little kid give yeah, even, even a bit, massive hug, great. and yeah. I thought that was warm sweet. Fuzzies, and I was like, yeah. okay, that's, that's nice. Really warm fuzzies. Fine, take that. Um, yeah. Australia yes, and the women's rugby, if I can bit, get back to that for just a second, they've beaten France. They beat France. A couple of weeks ago, which is random because they don't beat France. France beat us. I think France changed their team And up. we always beat Australia. Yeah, exactly. And then they beat Wales, Wales after they had a red card. And at one point, they were down to 13 players. They scored with 13 against 15. Yeah. Women's rugby, honestly, if you haven't tried it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. That game, like Wales were dead and buried despite having an extra player. They came back and had a maul to win it at the death, but they were held up. It was honestly And nuts. they just got some mad big unit just go bam, bam, yeah. bam. Yeah. I saw Women's rugby is really fun. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't watch any of it this weekend. Yeah, people don't. It was not been marketed at all. It was in no. Auckland and there was how much marketing? How many ads did you see for it? My main source of marketing for the Women's World, Women's 15, whatever it was, Women's 15 1. Yeah, I don't even, it's, uh, I've got WX1 written down. I don't think that's right. It's a crap name. Yeah, whatever it is. My main source of marketing is following Alice Soper's right, Twitter, Twitter account. Twitter feed, yeah. That's how I was following the, the, the school. Right. I was, wasn't. The Black Fence account was her going, oh, they got to try. They got to right. try. While I was watching the league and we won 30 nil, Best victory ever over nice. Australia. I figured my God. son is also a jinx, by the way. Because I was taking some time out from rugby. I was watching some NHL. My team, the Islanders, are playing. They're up 3-0. 
And then they're up 3-1. And there's only eight minutes left. And he's like, huh. So there's only eight minutes left. They're two goals behind. So yeah. they're definitely going to win. I was like, there's still time, son. And they <laughs> freaking lost. They <laughs> fucking lost. <laughs> Eat a bag. Oh, he knows oh, no. what a jinx is, little turd. Oh, well. Yeah, you're right, son. What else um, have we got to cover? Uh, I looked some UIC. I've been really... I, can't, I watched one of the games. I was going to watch some more, but my son spewed up everywhere over the weekend. So, um, yeah. He spewed all over his bed. Uh, when do the uh, South African boys get back into the teams? Yeah, I'm, they uh, need them back because the, the Lions are winless. They're none from three. The Sharks are winless. None from three. Oh. The Stormers were 2-0, and oh, but they lost their most recent game, which I did watch. They were rubbish. Really? They played really bad up in Scotland. So they need yeah. them back. The Whereas, well, it's a good thing about the Irish and the Scottish teams. They've, they've already got their players back. Their players got back ages ago. And I don't think, imagine, it'd be hard to get yourself up for the URC now, wouldn't it? Oh, well. Because you've been on the lash for the last week having massive, they'd be smashing a few beers, yeah, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would be. So the Halfpenny's joining the Crusaders. Yeah. That's unexpected. And it was weird, the Welsh today, not the Welsh, the... Um, the Crusaders... Facebook Did a page. post in Welsh, yeah, which was kind of cool to see. Very nice. Cumley on beef. Cumley, you know, Cumley is, don't you? Wales. That's it. That's best. And Cumley on beef is. Yeah, I don't think I know any Welsh, Welsh apart from that phrase. Clinetly. That's a place name. So, um, yeah, and when you LLs, uh, make make this sound. Okay. So you know, people say clinetly. That's mm. wrong. It's clinetly. Okay. Try and say it. No. Oh. I'll do some Chinese for you if you okay, want. Okay, let's 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 go tit for tat. I've only got one word. <laughs> okay. So it's a complicated Chinese place name. Complicated Chinese place name. Chinese place names are always really short. They're just two syllables. Oh, really? Yeah, always two syllables. It's like Xinjiang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chongqing, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> That's the closest. Yeah, exactly. Of... So I was just wondering why I'm so close. <laughs> oh, oh god, I'm gonna get cancelled. Yeah, yeah. gonna get cancelled. Well, I'm just, I was just trying. To, I was just trying to make Chinese sounds, and it yeah. came out that way. Yeah. Can you tell me another one? <laughs> Chinese place name. Yeah. Um, what's the Chinese president's name? Zhao Ling something or other. Isn't that, that, isn't that the guy? His first name is, or his surname actually, because they do the names the other way, is X I. Is that, yeah, yeah. Zhao, Zhao Zi? It's just Xi. Xi. Yeah, X in Chinese is like a sh. Sh. So Xi, X I, Xi. And when you like say yeah, you're like sha, 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 sha. Xi, Xi. Xi, 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 Xi. Xi, Xi, Xi. All right, should we get into these bloody awards? We should. All right, it's the two CGDs, everybody. This is what you're here for. Um, First category. A, a lot of it, I've put out a lot of invites, so hopefully we get some attendance. But no one's turned up so far. Just we're waiting for the bell waiting, to ring. Waiting for the bell to ring, but we'll see who, who knocks, who turns up. But First category we've got. Yes. Is for the best shit team. Best shit team. Which may sound like an insult, but it's not. But it's not. It's a team which, like, you're probably not one of the favourites to win the World you Cup. You overachieved from where you were meant basically. to be. Basically, you're a team that's not supposed to do well. Last year's winner of this was. This is the second annual Two CGDs. Mm. Everybody. Not all the categories are the same. Yeah. Uh, we, some of them overlap. Some of them overlap. Um, but last year's winner was Australia because they because were losing, but they were just losing. under Dave Rennie. They were um, losing to France by a point or we two. We felt Ireland. like they were going in the right direction. Yeah, didn't yeah, we? they were just that. that so that close far away. to France, so close to Ireland. So Here we go. Australia's not a nominee this year for best shit team because they're just a shit team. Just not even good. Yeah, just shit. They're just shit. So we've got Portugal, who had a mm. heck of a run at the Rugby World Cup. Yeah, we've got England, who also overachieved by coming within a point of making the final. Yes, points if they were going to win it. Big uh, Wales, who were in a shambles and had players retiring left, right, and centre just before the World Cup, and ended yeah. up making a top of their pool quarterfinal. And then Fiji, who you could argue are a good team that we're now. At their appropriate stage, or you know, a team which traditionally you expect. I think to, it's a good result for Fiji. Good to result get, for Fiji to get to the quarters. Get to the quarters. They're not a shit team, but there you go. So we'll get you to read the who are the the, the winner of the TCGD for best shit team is oh the people favourite I think Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. the Portugal entire rugby team. We we invited all of them. Can't be with us tonight. It's a long flight, but accepting on their behalf is, 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 is Mark Morgan. This is the. Uh, 
This is the one, the specific one for, for them. We'll send, it, we'll send them out send to them. Send this out and I'll, I'll get the next one from... <laughs> so Mark Morgan's <laughs> accepting that on behalf of Mark Morgan from Two Cents Rugby. Right. Also a co-host from Two Cents Gets Distracted. All right, thank there you. There we go. Brilliant. Right. Well, there well we done, go. Portugal. We're underway. What's the next category? Big next fella? category we've got is the best old dog. So mm. one of our veterans yeah. who still put those youngsters in their place. That's right. We've got, from New Zealand, Sam Whitelock. Captain Caveman. Who's 35 years old, but looks 45 with that big old beard of his. Yeah. He's got more, he's got more salt and pepper. And I'm older than he is. Right. He's got more salt and pepper in his beard than I do. I've got a little bit of salt and pepper coming through here. That's right. So look at me. I don't have a hat on. Exactly. I've got hair. Sums. Why do I grow brown hair on my head, but black hair on my face? It's weird. And your pubes are fucking ginger. Ginger, I know. <laughs> How does that work? So, like, fiery ginger, like Fanta pants. It's so very bizarre. odd. Very odd. Uh, Johnny Sexton from Ireland uh-huh. didn't go out in the way that he would have wanted, but he certainly... But he went out doing the thing he loves. <laughs> slagging some some assholes. <laughs> slagging yep. someone. Uh, Dwayne Vermeulen from South Africa, who had the perfect send-off. Ah, oh, yes, yes. And then Aaron Smith from New Zealand, who didn't quite get there, but... Um, Dwayne Vermeulen is just a beast, isn't he? Yes. But he's not um, that beast. All right. And, and the, the winner CGA is, oh, it's got to be the small man, man who revolutionized. 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 Yeah, I put an extra L in there because he's so special. It's a man who got himself into trouble in a toilet once, but has the best past the world has ever seen. It's got to be Nuggy Aaron Smith. Well done, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Smith, uh, still mourning the loss of the Rugby World Cup. He was, he was a maybe. Right. For a long period of Tentative. time. But he, he, I just got a text saying he can't make it. Right. So accepting, we'll on his, to you, Aaron. accepting on his behalf is Mark Morgan from Two Cents Rugby, there also the co host of Two Cents Gets the There you go. There you go, Aaron. It's two CGD. Well, you'll what be a, what a um, your way. Sam and Sam. Well, all these players. They both, they all finished the tournament, you know. Yeah, these are some great players. Eh? players. That's right. Dwayne Fumiel and Johnny Sexton, he did deserve better, didn't he? Deserved a better send off of that, for sure. But I'm going to miss. All of those guys, especially as a Kiwi, Sam, not not seeing Sam Whitelock and Aaron Smith, and like they were just for so long. Even even Stalwarts. though just the very very tail end of Sam Whitelock's career, he started coming off the bench. Very very yeah. pinch of the tail. Yep. But other than that, it was just an immediate. Him and Brody for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Even before and Brody's Brody. gone skis Brody as well. So Stan Coles. There you go. There's been a few veterans who have decided to hang up the boots, or at least internationally. Yes. Right. It's another award. We salute you all. This time, it's another award with shit in the title. There's a few of those. But this one is called Shit He's Good. Shit. Like, so this, the idea is like, you're on the couch and you, you see a player, you've never really seen him before, and he's done a few bloody good things, and you think to yourself, turn to the guy next to him and you go, shit. Pretty good. Oh, shit, he's good, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some might say, "Fuck, he's good." If you were going to go that level, this is on your channel, so it can be fucking good. <laughs> it's shit, he's good. Okay. Yes. Uh, from France, the youngster who displaced Gabin Villiers on their left wing, Louis Biel Biarret, missed the under twenties to train to go, with the senior yeah, squad. Basically, and that was a that was a hell of an under twenty squad as yeah, well. Exactly. How so do you think then, he's feeling about that? Is he is he happy that he got a chance to go to a quarterfinal, or would he rather picked up that trophy with the under twenties? Uh, I'm sure he had a little bit of FOMO not being with his mates, uh, but I think that experience will hold him in good stead. A big learning experience, and yeah, you you've got to make you got to make you got to make hay when you're young on the wing, don't you? A lot That's of the right. time. So, um, but he's got a good five years, six years of like top level pace so right. he he could be an absolute world better another pace man and one of your favorites south yep. african kane and moody mm. outside back and midfielder i've been banging his his chain for for 18 months you've been jacking him off i was jacking that fella's big sausage <laughs> his venus schwitzel for all, way before anybody even realized he had a venus schwitzel um how did this turn into <laughs> getting so sexual sorry Dwayne. uh kane sorry kane and if you're watching this Promise I won't do that to you in person. Oh, jeez. Oh. Haven't poured my drink okay, yet. Okay, uh, sorry, we got ourselves a little bit confused. Kane and Moody. Kane, I like Kane and Moody. I think, okay. he's, I think he's a little bit underutilized for his skill level. I'd like to see him play on the All Blacks. <laughs> do you think he's ready to switch? We, we could use him. Maybe. Uh, Welshman and captain of the squad, Jack Morgan. Hell of a player. Yeah. World class. 
Just he, one of those he, players. He's been in the squad for a wee while, but not like that. He gives me Richie McCall vibes. Right. You know, just like, uh, follow me, lads. I got this. He's got a very all-round skill set as well. He even mm. kicks the ball every now and again. Cheers, bud. Cheers. And then here was, that was right. And um, here that crucial moment against uh, the Australians where the Australians, <laughs> with the commentary, they they were down by like six points or something yeah. like that. Australia gets a penalty. They get a five-minute line out. I can't remember if it was on commentary. Some Australian form, but maybe Tim Horan going, this is the moment. This, right. This I remember is, that moment. We, this I remember is, you loving that moment. If I don't love it. Because the commentary reaction was gold. Yeah, he's like, this is the moment the Australian forwards have to show us what they've got. And then they <laughs> completely <laughs> flub it. Like, it's like a comedy skit where yeah. half of them fall over and it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Jack it goes over the back to Jack just going, bang. And then he just punts it. the leather of it. Like, runs up to the 22, completely un. un-, un- Opposed and then boots of 50 22. It's like, it and then there was just like this weird <laughs> silence. <laughs> like, and then, um, what's his name? Uh, the commentator, Justin Harrison. No, the the main oh, Sean Maloney. Yeah, Sean Maloney just went, <laughs> What happened? What, what, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might Sorry, have been Australia, that, 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 TV because like, they, they were just too very, sad. Very uh, and also, Mark Tillier, the tackling machine, oh, the slippery yeah. eel, the beast that is the oh. breakthrough player of the year from World Rugby. Let's imagine him and Kane working together. Exactly. There we go. There you go. Shit, he's good. Shit, he's good. And the winner goes to, uh, who is it? Have we got here? Oh, and I think this is a good selection, not from a team that went past the quarters. Um, so it's not an Irishman. Uh, it could be an Irishman, but the Irishman wasn't uh, nominated. Jack Morgan, a sort of a player that you think they could build a team around for, sure. for the future. He's yeah. a, a world class. Any team. Oh, the fireworks oh. in celebration. Good on you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Welsh fans out there are really going to get to it. Watching this live, despite yeah, the fact that it's being pre-recorded. I think that um, I'm putting it down now. He'll be remembered as a, a more significant captain Sam than Sam Warburton. Yeah, yeah, that's well, my Shipping to UK, let you. Yeah, uh, and uh, Jack uh, was unable to make it here right. tonight, so accepting on his behalf. He's got URC duties, I guess. It's Mark Morgan from he's Two Cents Rugby, also, also the uh, one of the co-hosts. That Two Cents gets distracted. It's a rugby podcast, right? Our next award. What is the next award? One Mark? of my personal favourites. Yes, let's hear it. Often overlooked in the rugby awards schemes, yep. but the best big unit. Big, big I love my big units. He does. Because all the awards go to these namby-pamby backs and kicking the goals. And they're most the loose forward, like Artie Savia. Yeah, right. I mean, he gets player of the year and he makes... Ox and Shane got a lot of love this year. Got a lot of love. Didn't for get nominations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get nominations. What was your... I got a question for you after we finished the awards about the other awards. Okay. Okay. Uh, four nominees, three of them are New Zealanders. Yes. But from France, still will claim them. Uini Antonio, the big tie here prop from France. Wesley College. Pukekoe's finest. <laughs> Not a New Zealander. You just mentioned him. The big ox, Oxen Che from South Africa. Loves his cake. I don't think he went to Rose Hill College. <laughs> no. You could have fit. He would have fit in there. Tamaiti Williams, who I believe spent part of his life growing up in Western Australia. Yeah, Perth. He That's was born, was born in Northland. Spent his very young childhood in Northland, but then spent 13 years over in, in Western in Australia. Perth. And he loves it. He thinks that is a home. Really? Could have been a wallaby. Could have been a wallaby, but he's in all black. Yeah. And then from Tonga and also from, I think, Odahuhu, <laughs> his old big Ben Tamiafuna from Auckland Tonga. Is. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, Tommy Williams is a. He's from the North Island. Yeah, okay, we'll take us. Those, uh, those are your four big units. So we like our props. Yeah. Props need love. Well, that's, that's a passion project for you really prop indeed love. prop love prop love so this one's sponsored by two cents rugby the major ambassador for prop prop love um which is also you can find that on Pornhub. Uh, <laughs> it's basically by the way it's not what you think it's mark actually just holding up photos of props and jacking off and filming himself so it's, it's, it's a weird niche it's one of those times where your brain thinks something and your mouth just goes all right i'll just say yeah, that yeah well well like some people are into it, so you know, watching mm. other people jack off, that's their thing. Uh, and the winner of that comedian the, Louis C.K. Uh, yeah, that was his thing, jacking off in front of other people with props or no, maybe like physical props, but not rugby props. It was usually with like 
lesser known female um, comedians okay. who felt like they couldn't escape that environment, but they agreed to. He asked them each time. Right. It's a tough situation. You that one. Feeling you're gonna get cancelled, double down. I did the old Asian thing. It's yeah, exactly. God, goodness goodness screwed. Uh, anyway, wait uh, five minutes and Tony's gonna be racist. <laughs> And anti-LGBT. How am I? How am I? I said anything? you're going to be. Oh right, okay. Let's give it time. You'll right. get there. All right. I haven't done it all yet. Have I done it this year? Yeah, probably. Could have. Who knows? Anyway, the winner of the best big unit is uh, Ben Tamiafuna. Well done, Ben. Ben may be somewhere in Auckland, so I'm a little bit disappointed he didn't make. I think he's got duties in France. Oh, okay, right. Top fourteen's already underway. Yeah, okay, sorry. Well, he's not. He's not. That's a good excuse because yeah. when he when he did say it was a maybe, I thought. He could. Cheers, Ben. So, uh, Ben Tamifuna, as I said, is unable to make it We might it send tonight. this to Odahuda to save on the shipping, and then you yeah, can pick it up when you would expect it to like your mum or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But accepting on his behalf is Mark Morgan from Two Cents Rugby, one of the hosts of Thank Two Cents Thanks. Distracted. Thanks for that. Yeah. A rugby podcast. Um, beautiful. Next award. The Salt Bay Award for Salt. Extra Saltiness. <laughs> All right, yeah. This, this who's the, so? What's the criteria of this one? Saltiest fans or saltiest? It can person? be anybody who has just been particularly salty. Yeah, but oh, number one, first nominees is New Zealand fans for their performance in the post. Well, not just fans, but also rugby media in the post rugby World Cup final week. Constant from rugby pundit bitching and moaning and talkback radio and social media, all things under the sun about sadness, sadness and moaning and complaining. Yeah, not since 2007 against France have I seen New Zealand go quite that bitchy and moany. Yes, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. But let's go through the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, France for their performance. And this is the fans post then probably the pundits as well, but we don't speak French. Yeah, and Washington. Yeah, post the quarterfinal exit, they were like headlines to of the like, South Africans. Ben like O'Keefe getting O'Keefe. like death threats. Yeah, and he got all sorts of things, and, and even like um, I was about to see Dusitois. Sorry, uh, Antoine Dupont just saying oh, I don't think he was up to this level. Yeah, Antoine like, Dupont in the post match yeah. just having an absolute whinge. Yeah, total whinge. Third is the neutral fans, I think mostly, on behalf of Fiji any time they lost to a team from the UK <laughs> when they went out to England in the quarterfinals and when they lost to Wales. I'm sure the, the neutral fans, I'm sure some South, some Fijians. Probably some Fijians as well, but yeah, generally yeah. people who like Fiji yeah. uh, were very un- unhappy with their losses to Wales and England. Pretty yes. salty. They weren't really that unhappy when Portugal beat them. Even though I felt that. Like, it was that last call and I would, they, just because it the Fijians on the field were unhappy with their right. decision. I was like, surely they've got a point. And I don't remember. My dad likes doing that. Yeah. Like, like he'll look at the reaction of a player. And he he'll be knows- like, oh, that guy's been a player for 10 years. He knows when a call's wrong. I was like, he's, <laughs> He's got. He plays for that team. Of course, he doesn't want that call. He's so wildly biased. <laughs> yeah. He could not be more biased. Yeah, exactly. He plays. He literally for plays for that team. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he knocked a ball on and didn't get caught, he's not gonna be like, sorry, <laughs> man, sorry. Man. Yeah, I actually knocked that one on. I should save us a lot of time. It's gonna get caught. And back uh, in fourth is Michael Checker for his performance, singular post- performances, single or several performances, but mostly for his. Uh, his outstanding performance in the uh, bronze, bronze final medal. against England. Yeah, he was particular. That was old school checker, really going for it. It was. It was like there you are. There you are. You. you you've free. been hiding that for the last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, okay. So the Salt Bay Extra Salty Award goes to. Who are you? Say- <laughs> no, just pick one. <laughs> Why do I? Uh, I think just because we're in the thick of it, you're making me pick. The, you, there's, a, there's not even a winner on this. They're all losers. <laughs> you bastard. So I, I thought we were going to say New Zealand. Yeah, I think we were going to say New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. You we're, didn't mark it. You I didn't. forgot to mark it. You bastard. We've been pretty bad. It's been ultra negative. And I, I think uh, uh, part of it just comes, comes from the fact, like, I felt it a little bit myself. Like, there's just like. When you're so disappointed and it's so tight and it's so close and there's just so many little factors that if this happened or that happened, we would have won it. Like, we, you know, like, and then, but the majority of the things that if they change were completely in our control. 
Like, if we got those kicks, if we had better discipline, you know, like all Rick that sort of stuff, yeah. yeah, like, that's all completely within our control. Like, there's, like, a couple of decisions, but there were a couple of decisions the other way. The fact it's so close and it means so much to New Zealanders, I think it's just like a, it's almost like a reaction of grief. Like, it's that... It's Not like, rational. Yeah, it's just anger. And like, I just that day, I was like, I felt salty. Yeah. Like, and I was like, and I was like, just trying to not let that like, like impede my judgment too much. Mm. But like, yeah, yeah like some like, of the stuff I just saw that was just like so bad. Like I could see comments well, like, I've, on I've, Facebook of people like, oh, I've just looked up the rules. And actually, Sia Khaleesi should have been red carded, but Sam Kane was fine. Like, yeah, yeah. like this is I your first time reading. I don't really go, I don't go yeah. deep into comments really. you shouldn't because comments, toxic. Are, comments are just are there shit everywhere yeah like, the all Blacks fan page on facebook has been pretty awful all week is it yeah, yeah. Okay. i think if it had been the south africans losing because i remember when like we've been just talking about salty fans from other fan groups when we beat south africa in the 2019 pool stage it was not maybe to this level because it wasn't a final but oh my god it was bad yeah. i remember making a video about it like stop blaming refs yeah, because yeah. they were just like bitching about the ref so much in that I game. Think it's just so it's, this is fans being fans. Yeah, I get the fans, it. fans will do it, and like it's the biggest By occasion. The way, in that game, I remember South Africa had a tackling percentage of like seventy nine percent, which was like their lowest in twelve months. And I was like, yeah. you can't blame the ref when you don't fucking tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and like that's the, that's like us. With, you can't blame the ref if you can't kick your goals. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. just hundred percent putting that out there. It is what it is, and I think it's it's. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even wildly unsurprised. Just because the, you know, there are, there are a few not. I'm not even contentious, but controversial calls mm. in the game that were massive, um, whether they were right or wrong. Like I think personally, the most like ninety five percent, ninety nine percent of all the calls were right, but yeah, just just big calls, big moments, big emotions, big feelings, big expectations, just big reactions, big anger. You know, and it'll die down over time. But I think I think this one is gonna always stick in the collective memory of all black fans is ah, mm. we should have won that. So you know, like close. like yeah, just being so unbelievably close. But to be fair, the the French feel that way about mm. the quarterfinal, the English feel that way about the semi final. The Irish feel that about the quarterfinal against us. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. But it is what it is. That is and We're not salty. I'm not salty. I'm just, I'm just, just disappointed. Just sad. Yeah. It is what it is. Next award on a happier note. Yes. Goes to the super sub. Somebody who's made <sighs> and a great a impact from their role from the bench. Samuel Whitelock. You need the from envelope. From New Zealand. <laughs> I just knew that one from memory. Because I'm one of the, 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 the nominees. Massive, nominees. massive turnover at the end of the French game. Uh, no, Irish no, the game. Irish game. Don't think he was. Did you get anything good in the French game? Of the field. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the French game, and that was the end of the game. Broke broke Irish hearts. Continues to be a top tackler even when he's on the bench. Yeah. Ox and like and Che from South Africa. Just I think I said it pretty much. I don't think without that performance, I don't think South Africa make it through to the final. I certainly don't think so. They were what was fifteen to six with um, fifteen minutes left. Maybe Something a bit like, longer, but yeah. Yeah, I, th I thought they were dead and buried. I it really like did. It. I really and did. He comes on and just dominates. Yeah. Quaker Smith, also from South Africa, pretty Quaker. much exclusively a bench player. Yeah. Helps them with the 7-1 split because he can cover the back line. So and just a turnover machine. Dynamic at the ball. Like, even as a threat with ball in hand, just an absolute... He's a That fetcher. try he scored against yeah. us, remember? Yeah. Like in, the, in, a, in a game with very few highlights for the for the South Africans, that mm. was one of the best tries I've seen mm. against the All Blacks I can remember. Mm. Just the way he got on the ball, there's like, there was like a Split half second. a moment That's of it. opportunity and he yep. just capitalized. And uh, Sekou Makalu from France, who continues kind of like Quaker Smith to fill that void of being able to cover the back line as a loose forward if he needs to be. Unbelievable turn of pace yeah, yeah, for yeah. a big Lucy. Yeah. Super sub. It's a contentious one. This one was a split decision. Mm. It was a split decision, but somehow you called rank. I called rank. <laughs> what is this rank? How do you get rank? You got, you got more subscribers. I guess so. Maybe that's the rank. You're like, nah, you're wrong. <laughs> so I said I wanted it to be Oxen Shake because. Prop love. Prop love. Yeah, I'm giving some prop love. And without him, I don't think they're in the World Cup final. 
but you said, which it, I wasn't as opposed to your one as yeah. you were as opposed I to mine. Because you were the... like, I hate Ox. He's a terrible player. It was just because Sinclair was having an absolute shitter. It was yeah. it was glorified. Because that yeah, sounds yeah, like that, Yeah, that, that was you. But yeah, the winner is Quaker Smith from South Africa. Winner on Over the course of the season. Yes. So that was the Every argument. Single you time. said it's just over there, and whereas Ox just whereas like in the final, Ox wasn't able to have that same impact as he had. In the no, season. because our scrum was our scrum was pretty freaking decent. great. But Quaka, we'll send that out to um, Quaka. Was still out Japan in, these days. I yeah, think, so. he's celebrating. Isn't he still celebrating with the rest of the boys? Will um, be. Uh, he couldn't make it here uh, today, so accepting on his behalf is Jack Morgan. Jack uh, Morgan, uh, a Welsh <laughs> player. <laughs> hey, Jack. Just yeah. stay over there. We'll be with yeah, you in a minute. Yeah. We've only got two left to go. Mark, Morgan. yeah, you just stay there. Yeah, yeah. I know you got training with Scarlet. Don't soon. ruin the podcast. So Jack. just, just, that's all right. No, you don't need to come on camera. <laughs> just stay over there. Yeah, two minutes. We got two awards left, and we're yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. We have a cup of tea. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. Um, this award was not chosen by us. Oh no, this, this is, is right. the Richard Richard Kahui Award for I'm not gay, but uh, basically sexiest man in rugby. Uh, the award criteria last year is the same as this year. It went to my partner's uh, WhatsApp friend group called Scrabble Peeps. Shout out Scrabble Peeps. Um, Good on you, Scrabble Peeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really appreciate Thanks your input. For watching. Where they uh, they have a hot debate over who the sexiest rugby player is. Um, and then uh, this is not decided by Once us. again, it is a disgusting, disgusting <laughs> hey, there is balance. One, there's a forward. There's there. one forward. There's a forward in there. Yeah. Richie Gray from Scotland. He is the one forward on the list. Because he, he's got big dick energy. And they uh, they actually mentioned like some stats. They were like, he's two point something meters. Yeah, and yeah I was they like, looked wow. him up. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Damien Dearlinde from South Africa. Yeah. Just the a, jaw to beat all jaws. Yeah, he does uh, have an intimidating jawline. Anthony Watson from England. He's had a few different hairstyles in his time. So it may depend on which photo you look up as to whether you mm -hmm. decide whether... He is the sexiest man in rugby. Mm. Andre Pollard from South Africa. Andre, there was one particular girl in the group who was really, really keen really, on Andre Pollard. Really advocating for Andre Pollard. She would have pulled rank if she'd. Well, uh, she, she had the numbers. Exactly. But she was and lobbying. then Gary Ringrose from <laughs> Ireland, who five. Is, probably would have been my choice because he is a sexy, sexy beast. He's a bit of your cup of. Exactly. He's your, he's your cup of Guinness. I like a bit of that Irish pint whiskey of, in the yeah, morning. Pint of Guinness. Okay, and the the Richard Kahui Award for I'm Not Gay, but the sexiest man in rugby goes to Anthony Watson. Anthony Watson from go. England. Well done, mate. You may not well have made the World Cup with your injury, but this makes up for it. Yeah. Exactly. More than makes up for it. Imagine all the pussy you'll pull with that. <laughs> Look at that. Is he married? I don't know. Yeah, well... I'll tell you what, now that he's got that illustrious award, we'll send it out to you. He couldn't make it tonight, so accepting Oh, Jack, you can take it when you <laughs> head back to the UK. You just drop it off by his house. Accepting on his, award, on his behalf is Mark Morgan from Two Cents, Rug Two Cents Rugby, uh, also one of the co-hosts of Two Cents Extracted, a rugby podcast. Final award, folks. Thank you for sticking with us. Appreciate it. All five of you. Um, <laughs> the final award for tonight's show. We really show, appreciate you five. World Cup champions. It has to finish. No, we missed an award. Which one? Most valuable South African. This is the oh, sorry. final award. All oh, right, okay. So, World Cup champions. Yes. They need their own category. You've yep. just yeah, spoiled yeah, it for yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly. The most valuable South African. Let me lay upon you lay on me. the four nominees. Andre Pollard, not even named in the Rugby World Cup squad initially, no. ends up kicking all of the points. All of the points. In ice, the Rugby World Cup final. Ice in that man's veins. Ice in his veins. Double World Cup winner. Lives Back for the moment. Lives for the moment. I would really like to have his boot on my side. Exactly. Yeah. Captain oh, yeah. Fantastic, Sia Colisi. The man who can unite a nation. Second time for him to lift the William Webb Ellis Question trophy for you. above his head. Who's the more significant captain? Sia Khaleesi or Francois Pina? I think Sia. You reckon? His interviews are just if we had a if we had a category for like gives best interviews, yeah, it'd be between Sia and Andy Farrell. They're both gold. I love he, listening to them. But he's like um he's talking like, a lot of sense. He's just he's so like, reasonable. And he's like Barack Obama just talks and like right. sort of gives you captivated. Like about like, that Geordie yeah. Barrett thing where they're like, oh, he didn't shake the president's hand when he did. 
Yeah. Did it, I don't know if she. What I didn't, I've honestly tried to keep. So there was there was a, there was a TikTok which yeah. showed Geordie Barrett walking past the South African president. And the, the South African who, president kind of giving the guy who lifted the trophy second, like, come on, bro, fuck her off. Yeah, yeah. Let like the players. I was a little bit pissed off about you're that. You're like, dude, do the You're dig- a politician. Do the dignified yeah, thing yeah, and let the players it, have their moment. You're literally called a dignitary in that situation. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, yeah. barring that, I'm not really interested in South African politics, but I thought if, if that had been our prime minister, I would have been like, who's our prime minister? Luxon. Yeah. Baldy, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Christopher Luxon <laughs> is not quite the prime minister yet. He okay, is he the will be. prime minister elect. Okay, there you go. Chippy, Chris. Christopher, another Chris is Prime Minister. So anyway, there's a shot of Geordie walking past. Chippy wasn't even there. We wouldn't have had a Prime Minister. There we go. Chippy had other things to worry about. Um, Losing an election. (laughs) So yeah, Geordie's walking past and it looks like the South African president, I think his name is Ramaphosa, is like giving him a bit of an evil eye. Like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with you? Bit of side eye. Yeah. But, and so people clipped that clip and was like, oh, he didn't shake his hand. And people were just based on that, one camera angle, one like five second shot, absolutely laying into Geordie Barrett, including mm-hmm. some people with like a lot of followers on social media. Yeah. And then there's another shot where he shakes his hand and just walks past him. So it's like, maybe you don't just trust. Maybe that guy was just, um, I, I, you see it so much, I've actually remember seeing the site, the clip. Yeah. Maybe it's just a bit of height envy. Seems like maybe. It's like, yeah. a big, big... Hey, I was, I was at the Waitakere Library the other day. Yes. Walking, just walking in to the library with my children. And someone went, knobhead. And someone went to me, you're a tall C word, aren't you? <laughs> and I was just like, why? <laughs> you are a tall C word. Like, what? So maybe it is. Yeah, People don't like to. Jordy's taller than me. So maybe yeah. he was just like, Jesus, he's a big unit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nominate him for the big unit award. Yeah, maybe. Mm. If only he could. Yeah, only we have nominated him for kick of the year exactly not that we had kick of the year uh, we had kick of the we year we had kick of the year initially with uh, Matthew Jellybeer with oh, yeah, we had worst kick, but we, we couldn't think we of could've. four particular we, need, we realized that we need to pay more attention to rugby throughout we the need year. to write notes yeah uh, <laughs> we so many notes oh no you need to like specifically go this is my yeah we need to decide the categories we decide the categories in January and then keep notes of them throughout the year yeah we do it we'll like, definitely we do that we generally do this half an hour before we start there we go Director of Rugby Extraordinaire took South African rugby from 57 nil to, to, to double World Cup. Back to back things. Russell Erasmus, your favorite South African. Hell of a tweeter. Hell, hell of, of a tweeter. Hell of a tweeter. Now the, uh, and finally, now the coach. Now the coach. Now the coach. Finally, uh, the fourth of the nominees. Uh, Lowe is the note I've got here. Are you thinking Francois Lowe? No. no he didn't play in the World no, Cup. No, he did not. This Lowe is Rian Lowe. The man of the weekly update. From a rugby YouTube channel helpfully named <laughs> Rian Lowe. <laughs> uh, yeah, the best South African YouTuber out there does some of the best rugby content. The best South African rugby content by a, a long stretch from my, long from my, my stretch and just entertaining, humorous, hella, very entertaining. He's like the so most into, random references in yeah. there, like little Easter eggs. Like if, if you you're dig really way back into his his catalog, he does a little bit of hip hop, a little bit go. of rapping. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the man. Certainly, all very fine nominees. Hey, hey, absolutely. Now look, okay, and the winner is okay. Look. One of them was don't a, demand a recount. No, one of them was clearly a joke, wasn't it? Okay, because yeah. it was never going to be Rusty Erasmus that bastard. It's definitely <laughs> Rian Lowe. Rian Lowe was yeah, Rian. there. We go. Rian didn't make the effort to be here with no, us. No, he's a shocker. He's got a newborn, so <laughs> yeah. we'll give you the accepting benefit of the doubt. Accepting on his behalf is. Uh, I'm sure Tony will be out to South Africa to give you this in person. So. With like a knife <laughs> in my back. Um, with uh, the scripture on his behalf is Mark Morgan uh, from Two Cents Rugby, also a co-host of Two Cents Gets Distracted, a rugby podcast. But yeah, Rianlo does a, a hell of a job, and has had a big year. Babies. I've, I'm done with babies. Yeah, I'm done with them too. No um, more nappies for this guy. <laughs> it's a, it's going to be your own nappies. You're getting so old. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. Look, well, that's it. That's that's the two CGDs for another year. Well, it was glamorous, wasn't it? Is it nice nice to have a glitzy evening? You, look, last year he turned up in the dress code. Do you want to you want to point out what you're wearing? I'm wearing Tony's jacket. I've got my sleeves kind of rolled up, but even when they're not rolled up. 
it's not a heck of a lot of difference. So for you, you guys, be, for you, you gotta guys be careful little... what you do. Do it with two arms. I don't know, it looks quite bad. For you guys, list. Oh yeah, yeah. For you guys. <laughs> Still look very Nazi. Uh, I can't say that word. Yeah. Uh, for you guys listening, um, I'm wearing Tony's jacket and the sleeves come down about halfway down my forearm. Maybe not quite halfway. Yeah. Actually, can I be I honest with you? I'd never wear this jacket. It was actually my, my father's. Oh. And he was a, kind of a shorter, like right. quite broad, right. but sh- shorter than I am. So, okay. I yeah, have very yeah. long, like, orangutan like arms. Like, yeah, I've yeah. got a photo of wearing me a, from my school ball. Are you okay in my with final... wearing a dead man's jacket? It's fine. My final it. year of, I was either my final year or penultimate year of high school, I went to the school ball yeah. and I hired a suit and yes. yes, the sleeves were just a little bit too short. <laughs> I looked like a bit of an ape with my long, long <laughs> arms. I looked and like I should be just kind of and you would have yeah, been knuckles a, on the floor, basically, a knuckle been, dragon. You would have been a bean pole as well. Oh yeah, I was an absolute stick. Yeah, yeah, like freaking 60 my kilos. used to call me a long, tall streak of weasel piss. <laughs> That's what he called me. I think I would have liked your uncle. Yeah. He's still uh, alive. No, oh, well. That's well. our old Uncle Clive. Still alive, yeah. Uncle Clive. He's a big time listener of Two Cents. He's distracted. But anyway, this is the uh, the big awards evening, but it also commemorates the final episode of Two Cents Gets Distracted, which I think is episode 36. That's a fair few, given there's only 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's 30, at least over 36 hours of us talking shit. So Absolute shite. For those of you who listen every week... Somebody wanted to nominate Best Rugby Podcast, and they nominated this one, so that's very kind of you. Yeah, we had our biggest episodes, definitely listenership-wise, during the World Cup. Uh, during the World Cup. Um, we really appreciate it's all it. downhill from here. Yeah, it is. But we'll keep plugging away, even on like those weeks that, you know... It's just, Super Rugby! We're like trying to get amped about the fourth week of <laughs> Super Rugby and... Well, we kind of got through this year because there was always there was Six Nations takes care of a bit of a thing. I've, I remember things kind of picking up uh, when once we got into the URC and the then the Irish uh, came uh, here. The, and... the Irish came here in the beginning of last year. Oh yeah, I'm getting my we dates mixed up. up. We weren't even potting, man. But anyway, it's been fun, hasn't it? But we're not. What? We weren't potting until the end of our first pod was just after we won at Alice Park. Really. I think so. And Fozzie retains his job. Oh yeah. Was the first was the pilot episode and then oh, us, wow. I think our second episode was us reacting to the, the, lost the Argentina. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Memories. Jeez, it, feels like way, it feels like way longer than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I make uh shorter periods of time feel long. <laughs> you got talent for it. Yeah. So yeah, I think we only did about ten last year or something like that. So about thirty six is a good it's a good number. We we missed a couple I think we missed one just one or two just because you're like, oh, I, can't be I think once we were like, there's nothing on. And then there was something major <laughs> on. I can't remember what that oh, was. We had a week off. It was like building up to the week. And then all the news dropped. Happened, yeah. And then like. That's the way it works. Yeah. And then we, I think we missed a couple of weeks when you were in China. China and I was in Malaysia. Malaysia. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then next year, we'll do our best to cover some rugby, I guess. You'll be, you're a non-stop rugby I'm already into the non-World Cup rugby. Straight into it. Into the URC. Oh, God. Yeah. I was thinking about making some cricket content, but I I don't know if I can be asked. I'm not watching no cricket. I love cricket. Love it. I used to love cricket. You would love it again if you put your ass into it. You can do it, put your back into it. Yeah, I've been watching the NHL. Enjoying that. Why don't you do some NHL content? Because there's already a guy called the hockey guy. <laughs> and you And uh, I'm not Canadian. Like who's gonna be like, yeah, I wanna listen to a New Zealander talk it's about weird ice when, hockey? Weird when two cents rugby stuff. Like the fact that you call it ice hockey in New Zealand, Canadians are like, Why the fuck are you calling it ice hockey? They just call it hockey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that's not right. called the N I H L, it's just the NHL. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The NIHL. I literally talked to two Canadian girls when I was like 23, moved to China. And I was like, oh, so you guys must be into your ice hockey, right? And they were like, well, <laughs> that's just hockey. And I was they like, no, it, hockey is the one you play on grass. Yeah, that's like, what oh, they call field hockey. hockey. And they call that field hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, that's just hockey. And field hockey is a much smaller sport. Yeah, it is. Why is that? It's bullshit. You want to you, you be a hockey advocate? Well, it's essentially the same game, except it's on grass. I guess it doesn't have the big hits because they don't slide into each other. And they've got to be quite mad to play that game. They get Their hands get yeah. munted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, But the sticks aren't as badass. Mm. Something about ice is kind of Most cool. Most ice hockey players lose a lot of teeth. 
Yeah, and they have scars and shit across yeah, their face. Yeah, exactly. There's a guy died, actually, playing ice hockey in Recently? the UK a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, freak accident with a skate hit him in the neck. Sorry to you. Sorry, bro. Condolences. That's a great way to end the pod, Mark. Yeah, talking about a sports death. Knock on wood, we don't get any more of those next year. Congratulations, uh, South Africa. Well done, South Africa. We'll stop whining about it. Well done to you, Mark. It's a great way to spend a Monday night, isn't it? My wife loves it when I come here. <laughs> she absolutely adores it. Yeah, she's a massive fan. She listens every week, though. Absolutely. She? Yeah. Anyway, thank you to you guys, for those of you who, who watch it. You know? Listen to it. If you listen to it just when you're into a rugby game, you want to hear a bit of a people react to it. Or if you're a hardcore who likes to listen to our bullshit every week. If you're anybody who gets irritated with us, or, any, or particularly me, we if appreciate you're South you Africa too. and you like me but you hate Tony, appreciate I appreciate you. you coming along. Just I appreciate the suffering too. through Tony and enjoying what I have to you're, say. Uh, who gets, no one gets irritated at you about anything. Some Kiwis get irritated that I wear Wallabies jerseys. Okay. Yeah. And it's very um, small. Yeah. Those people aren't going to comment too much about it, are they? There would have been early on comments. Get they? it every now and again. Really? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. How can you be a Kiwi and wear that bloody jersey? Yeah. All right. Oh, I had it also after the World Cup final. Like, how can I take you seriously when you're wearing a South African jersey and you claim to be a Kiwi? I guess that's like, oh, you've just found my channel for the first time. Yeah. And this is odd. Anyway, good on you, Mark. Good on you. Love you, folks. Hardy down. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that shit. Oh, rugby. It's a sport. <laughs>